It's time to avoid the summer slide. Research has shown that students who don't read over the summer lose up to 20% of their reading level. That's three months of important skills that they learned in the school year. This makes it twice as hard for students to catch up once the new school year rolls around. With the gaps that our students are already trying to overcome, this summer is going to be critical to their success. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you five tips for making this summer a summer of reading for your students. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Teaching Made Easy podcast, where it's all about simple systems that actually work so you can finally teach and give your students bigger impact in their learning. Teaching is hard, y'all, but what if I told you that sometimes we make it harder than it has to be? I'm Farah, CEO of Farah Henley Education and host of the Teaching Made Easy podcast. I've been an educator for almost 25 years, and to say I've seen a thing or two is an understatement. I know how much you pour your heart and soul into your students and your classroom, and I want to help you find some simple ways to have a bigger impact without breaking the bank or spending all your free time focused on school. You don't have to be a Pinterest teacher to be a great teacher, and that is what this podcast is all about. So grab your favorite beverage, head out on that walk, or just soak the day away in a bubble bath. But sit back and let's enter the world of teaching made easy. What's kicking education rock stars? The Center Fairy here, your ultimate source into the wonderful world of simple classroom systems that actually work so that you can finally teach. If this is your first time joining us here on the podcast, welcome. We're so glad that you found us on your podcast listening platform of choice. If you are a returning listener, what's up, rock stars? We're so glad that you came back for another week of tips and strategies to help make your teacher life easier. Now, if you haven't done so already, we would love it so much if you would jump over to your favorite podcast listening platform and leave us a five-star review because reviews help get the podcast into the ears of teachers who need our tips and strategies. So we want to have a huge impact on teachers' lives and students' lives. So help us out. Go leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast listening platform and then tag us. Take a picture of yourself listening to the podcast or take a screenshot of the podcast you're listening to and then share it out on social and tag us at Farrah Henley Education. Summertime is a double-edged sword for us as teachers. We need the break. Our students need the break. But we know that if they don't read every day, they risk losing valuable skills we taught them throughout the year. The key to making sure that our students don't become device zombies over the summer or keep themselves glued to the TV is we've got to make reading fun. In fact, it needs to be more fun than playing video games or watching TV. Now, tip number one, help students choose the right books. So you might be wondering, hmm, what's the right book? Well, that totally depends on each individual student. When you are encouraging students to read in the summer, you want to make sure that they're reading something that's interesting to them. Summer reading activities shouldn't be forced or something students have to do. It should feel like something they get to do. Therefore, you need to help your students find something that they like. Many people think of summer reading activities as a difficult assignment. However, it doesn't have to be. Summer reading activities can be about anything students are interested in, as long as it's at their reading level. For example, if you have a student who loves Spider-Man, reading a Spider-Man comic book might be the best choice for that student. On the other hand, if a student loves reading about planets, showing them different fiction and nonfiction books about the solar system might be the best bet. 
There's no such thing as reading the wrong thing when you're making reading lists with your students. Now tip number two, parents need guidance for summer reading activities. In order for summer reading activities to happen, you need parents on your side. To get parents to help out with these summer reading goals, make sure you give them a list of book sources. Parents are busy and some of them haven't been in a library since they were in school. Therefore, you need to give them a list of options for finding books over the summer that are free. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't include other sources like bookstores or Amazon, but you should always include that free option. One way to get parents comfortable with the library is to plan a meetup at your local library. All you need to do is ask your local librarians if they can host a meetup night. Not only would they be delighted to have people actually visit their library, they'll also help you set everything up. At the meetup, you can show parents how to check out library books and help them get a library card set up for their child. Finally, you can help by giving parents a summer reading list that includes books at their student's reading level and topics they're interested in. Now tip number three is to set summer reading activity goals with a prize. If there's one thing that motivates students more than anything, it's prizes. Students love knowing what the goal is and knowing they're going to get something for meeting it. Now I don't usually go all in for bribing kids, but this is the exception. However, you can't just go on the honor system. Before students leave for the summer, I set a goal that they need to meet and how they're gonna show me that they did the work. They must take along reading response sheets like the ones we use in our literacy centers. If they complete all of the reading response sheets, and I only asked for 10 of them, they get a prize when they come back to school. Does it work? Yes. I had students coming to me at Meet the Teacher Night to show me their work and get their prize. If they didn't find me then, they'd find me on the first day of school. Even students who moved away found a way to get their prize. Many of them would have their parents or guardians contact me. I always found a way to get their prize to them. Now, while I don't like bribery, this is the exception. Now, tip number four is make summer reading activities fun. You can make summer reading fun by hosting a virtual or real bingo game. The bingo game doesn't have to be anything crazy, but it can be simple things like read under your bed, use a flashlight to read under a blanket, or just read on the front porch. The sky is the limit. One year, I put read a book to your dog, and my teacher heart was overflowing with the pictures that I was tagged in over the summer. Another way to make summer reading activities fun is to organize a summer book club. I know you're thinking there's no way you want more to do over the summer, but just hear me out. All you need to do is organize this virtual book club on a connected platform like Seesaw or Google Classroom. Then use the forums to post things like your reading list or tasks or games or the prizes that they are playing for. Then with parent permission, schedule maybe three Zoom or Google Meets together so that you can check in with their progress. Your students will love it. Now tip number five is keep tracking reading activities simple. This summer reading activity tip goes hand in hand with the previous tip. You want to make sure that you have a reading log or some way to track student progress and share it over the summer. Sharing it over the summer and giving some feedback to your students will be a big motivator for them. Students can share their progress by taking pictures of themselves reading and sharing it with their class. This just might encourage more students to participate because they're getting instant gratification from their friends. If there are students who you know won't be able to participate or get their hands on books, you can either send books home with them or send some reading passages home, like the ones found in our first grade and second through fourth grade differentiated reading comprehension bundles. These reading comprehension bundles are great for practicing comprehension, key details, text evidence, and more. 
This gives all students an opportunity to read over the summer and not lose any of the hard work that they've put in. Now we know that reading is an important skill to have in nearly every subject. Because it's an important skill, it's important for us to encourage summer reading activities that are going to challenge our students to keep up with their skills and not lose them to the video games or TV. So whether you're giving a list of books to read or having a full-blown book club, the key is to just encourage your students to read over the summer. Perhaps with a little help from us this summer, we can close some of those gaps. Now, if you're looking for more tips, strategies, and simple systems to take back into your classroom to make your teacher life easier, check out the other episodes here at the Teaching Made Easy podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform. Thanks for listening and keep being an educational rock star. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find all the links mentioned in today's episode by clicking the link in the description to jump over to the show notes. I know your time is valuable as a teacher, and I am honored that you chose to spend a piece of it with me. Help other teachers like you find the podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast listening platform. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notified when new episodes are available. Thanks again for listening, and most importantly, keep being educational rock stars.